real as it gets. Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Guest Berry Nutrition Spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show, In Your Face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Give it to me, baby. Welcome to another segment of the UCW Radio Show. This is your host, Lou Velasquez, and I want to thank all of our listeners for your continued support and just tuning into the show. Uh, in just a little while, we're going to have a, a great, a true bodybuilding legend, an IABB Hall of Famer. Uh, he is, no doubt about it, he is the true definition of the American dream. Striving for the best, not only in bodybuilding, in, in his bodybuilding career, but in his life. And it trickled down to his nutritional supplement company, his, his business, uh, Rich Kasperi. You know, what can I say about the guy? Uh, he's breaking barriers around the world with his nutritional supplement business, Kasperi Nutrition, uh, probably the top nu- uh, supplement company uh, on the planet at this point, in my opinion. So I'm really looking forward to uh, speaking with him shortly because uh, I know it's going to be an interesting conversation. But before we bring uh, Rich Kasperi on the show, we need to talk about a couple of things. As I've been speaking about on the show for several weeks now, uh, we are and we have the honor of uh, actually hosting the Ultimate Body Radio Show. We're excited about it. That's, uh, that's directly connected to the uh, Ultimate Body Reality Show. Now, this is the first of its kind reality shows. It's a, it's a bodybuilding reality show. It's bringing bodybuilding to the mainstream. This comes from the, the great mind of David Lyons. He's another inspirational guy. Uh, this guy has been through some stuff, and he actually keeps rising to the occasion in, in his life and in, uh, in the entertainment field. Um, he is the producer of Hog Heaven, The Biker Show, and also the animated feature Creepers. Uh, and he put this together. Basically, you have 13 men, 13 women in a mansion. They're getting free food, vitamins, training, uh, doctors. Uh, they're competing for 50 grand, the spread of muscle mag. And you have uh, some guest judges, uh, one that's going to be on the show. That's uh, the great Rich Gaspari. But you also have uh, Marcia Prince, which is uh, the spokesmodel for Gaspari Nutrition. Natural Mr. Universe, Doug Burns. The host is Bob Cicciarello. And uh, this uh, Saturday, that's it. Final audition in Kissimmee, Florida. This is the last chance for any of you that are looking to get involved in bodybuilding to actually get involved and make it happen. Uh, keep in mind, if you're an amateur bodybuilder, you're not making any money. You're actually, it, it's a losing proposition because you're spending money on supplements and so on and so forth unless you're getting sponsored to do it. And uh, nine times out of ten, not every bodybuilder out there, amateur bodybuilder, gets sponsored. Only the real, um, I guess, the, the ones that have the that the sponsors feel have the real potential of going pro in the short term. So this is an opportunity to first get on a great uh, reality show and make a name for yourself if you're looking to be a reality show star. Get into the best shape of your life and. Compete for fifty grand and get and make make a name for yourself in the bodybuilding world. So it's pretty interesting. And the website for the show is theultimatebodytvshow.com. That is theultimatebodytvshow.com. And the auditions are from eleven to six. 
and you can go to the website get the information I do advise even though right now uh, you're running out of time but I do advise get the application try to send it in uh, via email whatever you need to do to get it to them beforehand because uh, more than likely you're gonna have a packed house especially with this show and my, my view of it the ultimate body reality show is gonna be your next biggest loser but a little uh, with a twist because now instead of everyone losing so much weight and having the XX skin and I mean the, the biggest loser is a great show and it does serve its purpose but now you're gonna have the other end which is taking people to the next level so uh, I think it's gonna be a fantastic uh, run and uh, actually you know something this is what I want to do even though I want to get Rich Kasperi on the show uh, fairly quickly um, I want I want to play the promo for the Ultimate Body uh, reality show so you can get a better idea um, as far as uh, what it's all about. So uh, here is the promo. In the challenge of their lives, 26 ordinary people train the old-fashioned way through blood, sweat, and tears as they compete for the title of the Ultimate Body. In this compelling dog-eat-dog -dog reality drama, the contestants are paired together as training partners by host, champion bodybuilder, Mr. USA, Bob Ciccarello. Four personal trainers help each pair survive the grueling and extreme training routines combined with rigid contest dieting. And if that's not enough, they must also face extreme challenges by the trainer from hell. While living together for 10 weeks in a city where dreams come true, unexpected temptations and shocking alliances toughen up the competition for the contestants who must eliminate a pair of training partners each week. When the dust settles, the training partners split and everyone stands alone. Six men battle on stage for the ultimate male body. Six women face off for the ultimate female body. As three celebrity judges, Hall of Fame bodybuilder Rich Gasperi, Bikini Pro Marcia Prince, and Natural Mr. Universe Duck Burns decide who ultimately will win their title and walk away with a feature in a major magazine, a fitness endorsement deal, and $50,000 in cash from sponsors, Gasberry Nutrition, and Anytime Fitness. Who has what it takes to become the ultimate body? Hey, this is Marcia Prince. IFBB Bikini Pro and Gasberry Nutrition Spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show in your face. And as I said, the Ultimate Body Reality Show the website is theultimatebodytvshow.com. Now on to another topic: celebrity boxing. Again, another show that we're involved with. Um, a good friend of ours, Christopher Gambino and Stephen Baldwin, they got together. And they're they they're doing the celebrity boxing on Wednesday, February third, two thousand ten, at the over eighteen thousand seat Bank Atlantic Center in Sunrise, Florida. Now Stephen Baldwin is a great actor. He's part of the Baldwin family. He went to go see our uh, U.S. troops overseas, and something sparked in him, which made it, which made him go and create a fund. It's called the Now More Than Ever Fund, and this celebrity boxing event is to support our troops so basically you know this is what it's all about the main event if Christopher Gambino versus Stephen Baldwin and Roy Jones Jr. just signed up to uh, to be a part of it the whole roster is being put together and I'm sure that in the next couple of weeks we're gonna have a whole roster out there that we can actually speak about 
And the website for this is MyCelebrityBoxing.com. That's MyCelebrityBoxing.com. Uh, check it out if you are in the area. If you're going to go to the Super Bowl, you know what? You want to go to this event. It's a star-studded celebrity boxing event. You're going to have uh, so many great people there. And it's just getting more and more interesting. Again, stuff I can't speak about because it's not public knowledge yet. And uh, moving forward, and actually that website again, just for me to make it clear, is MyCelebrityBoxing.com. Now, moving forward. Uh, listeners, we want you to be a part of the UCW radio show. Get involved. Call us with your questions, your comments, whatever you want to do. We want to hear from you. So get a pen and write down this number. It's 323-952-4369. That's 323-952-4369. And uh, again, send your questions, comments, uh, call in. And if it's interesting enough, uh, hey, you know what? It'll be uh, played on the show for all to hear, and we will pose those questions to our guests. And if you're on Twitter, then you can shoot me out some questions or comments. Uh, feel free to do so. And uh, my Twitter name is Luis Velasquez. That's L-O-U-I-S-V-E-L-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. -E -E Follow me and tweet away. And also, I need to mention this before we bring uh, Rich Kaspari on the show, uh, that the UCW radio show, we opened up the doors for sponsorship uh, opportunities. So marketers, advertisers that want to have tie-ins or any type of association with the UCW radio show, you can give us a call as well at 323-952-4369. That's 323-952-4369. Or you can go to our website at ucwmagazine.com and find out how you can get involved with uh, what we're doing. Now, without further ado, Les Patchen, IFBB Hall of Famer, a true bodybuilding legend, a documented business success, and a grade a grade A father. He's a grade A daddy, no doubt about it. Here is none other than the great Rich Kaspari. Rich, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. It's great to have you on. Oh, it's great to be here. Uh, excellent. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. You have a lot of things going on, and I know that. Um... Rich, you, you, you've accomplished so much in the world of bodybuilding, you know, from um, winning the Miss, Amer the Miss America title, Mr. Universe, uh, you won the first Arnold Classic, and uh, you came in second, which still blows my mind that you came in second three times for the Mr. Olympia title, and... Uh I, I just, Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to <laughs> say, yeah, I just want to say that, uh, that that was just one chapter of your life, and mm -hmm. you have other things going on, which we're going to get into as the show progresses, but what I like to do, and we're going to talk about the Olympia in a second, but what I like to do is start at the beginning, so that our listeners can really embrace your journey, because I think it's an amazing journey. Uh, mm -hmm. when, when did you, not, not so much when, when you got involved in weightlifting, but when did you get involved in professional, I mean, not professional, but just competitive bodybuilding? Well, I, I, you know, I've been training with weights since I was 13 years old. I was one of the typical, you know, we called 90-pound weakling uh, when I started. I was a, a really scrawny kid um, where I was always amazed at looking at the pictures of bodybuilders, um, you know, from a friend of mine whose father collected the old Muscle Builder magazines, and I was, like, amazed at looking at these guys. They look like superheroes. And I started training when I was 13 years old. Uh, I started winning shows when I was 19 years old, winning men's shows, uh, winning like uh, like Jersey regional titles. Um, 
and then competing in the nationals when I was uh, 19 years old, and then 20 years old, winning the nationals, and then winning Mr. Universe. I was one of the youngest uh, Mr. Universes at the time. It was actually, I, I beat out uh, Lou Ferrigno's record as, as being one of the youngest Mr. Mr. Universes. Wow, that's amazing. And and then you went to compete. And then, uh, well, from there, uh, then turning, you know, then I turned you continue, professional uh, and competed in the Mr. Olympia for well, competed in the United Champions, which is which was a big pro show at 21, and then going into the Olympia at 22, coming in third place, and then from there, uh, placing second in the Olympia three years in a row, and 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 from the eight. Eight times that I was in Mr. Olympia, never, you know, placing any lower than the top five in Mr. Olympia. Um, as you said, I won the Arnold Classic, uh, competing in the Grand Prix shows as well after the Mr. Olympia and winning, uh, winning Grand Prix shows. You know, I was winning like for two years in a row, won the Grand Prix shows, which was like seven shows that you would have to compete in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was, it was, for me, you know, bodybuilding was something I, I loved, and I went into bodybuilding always with the attitude as being a winner. Well, and you, you did come out a winner a number of times, and, and actually, you know, you, you've done so much, uh, not so much in your own uh, bodybuilding career, but for the sport in, in general. And I know... Um, go ahead. Well, I always believe in, like, one of the things I'm, I'm a big advocate of is, is I believe in positive attitude. Uh, when I competed in bodybuilding, they always told me that, you know, I was a skinny kid, that I wouldn't go anywhere in bodybuilding. I always, you know, I always thought to myself, you know what, if that guy can do it, he's flesh and blood, why not me? Um, I would push myself. That was one of the, you know, I was, was known for being one of the hardest training bodybuilders. And, you know, you know, I was always known of having genetic limitations. And I wouldn't let that uh, overtake me. I would always go into a show if, I, if, if my shoulders were, narrow it build them up with by putting more muscle um making myself look wider uh the guy that i lost against it was lee haney who actually set the record in the most wins in the mr olympia him and ronnie coleman have the most wins so coming in second to him was you know to me was still a great accomplishment with a guy who had great genetics um as i said i always believed in that pushing yourself to physical limitations you can push yourself in anything in life and that's what i strive for you know, bodybuilding has is one of the things that that you know got me where I am today. And you know, now owning a supplement company again, it's all from bodybuilding. It's something where if you can go to the gym and push yourself to, to these physical limitations, you can do anything in life. No, without a doubt. And I'm going to crank back a little bit because one thing that I do know, and it, you know, some may say, well, back then, I'm going to say even today, uh, bodybuilders. You know, when you go to the gym, your your level, and I, and I remember because when I was involved in bodybuilding when I was younger, I'd look at you and be like, wow, you know. And but I know that the intensity factor, the high intensity factor in your training, kind of scared some some other bodybuilders they used to train with. And I'm I'm sure even today that most pros uh, couldn't handle what you can dish out. You know, how did you develop that intensity? I, I'm not sure where it came from. I mean, I, I you know, I come from a, a, an immigrant uh, family. You know, came from Italy. My father was a mason. He was a really hardworking guy, and I had that work ethic uh, instilled in me that if you don't work hard, you're not going to get anything in life. I still believe that. You know, you get for what you want by working hard. 
and in the gym, I, I, I mean, I was, <laughs> I was known as one of the hardest training bodybuilders because I, I, I just didn't believe in, you know, uh, no, or, or, or let my, I would push my body beyond what it could be pushed, uh, you know, as long as I didn't hurt myself. But, you know, I had, I had endurance, muscle endurance. I mean, I did crazy stuff, you know, squatting. You know, if I, if I read something about, you know, back then, Tom Platt for doing, you know, 50 reps with, uh, you know, you know, 315 pound squats, I would do 50 reps with 315 pound squats. I would just push myself to the physical limitations. Um, and then I would have, you know, my training partners that train with me. And then a lot of guys just couldn't keep up with me. Uh, you know, when I was training for the Mr. Olympia, I always had three training partners because most of them would burn out training with me. Uh, even today, you know, I'm, I'm long retired. I still train five days a week, four or five days a week. And I train with pros and I actually still can beat up pros in the gym. Just training with temps. Just, I have some, I have this, like, I go into the gym. I'm focused to train. I push myself and, you know, a guy maybe will just right now lift heavier me, but I can push myself, uh, to do, say, my supersets or drop sets or whatever I have to do in the gym to push myself beyond what normal people would push themselves to do. Oh, man, this is why I don't venture to Jersey, by the way. So <laughs> you, you scare me, well, brother. Any, anytime you want, anytime you want a challenge. I mean, one thing we do is, you know, we have the Train with Rich Gasparri contest, uh, you know, which we have on our website, and you know, we've been doing it where, you know, my company is in over sixty countries, mm -hmm. um, and we have a contest, and we fly people in from all over the world to come to Las Vegas to train with me. And, and yes. recently, I was at the Mr. Olympia. I trained with Mr. Pole, and now. I've been retired since uh, 1996, and this guy is the current Mr. Poland winner. And I did shoulders with him, and I and I and I beat him up in the gym, trained with him so hard. I trained with another guy from you know, was a bodybuilder from Australia, pushed him to, to to the limit. So I'm able to you know push myself because I just I just mentally I say I I, I can do it, and I just push myself beyond you know any limitation that we can do. Like I said, and and I've still been able to do that. Uh, even today, you know, knock on wood, as long as I don't have injuries, I'm very careful in my training, um, not to do anything where I'm going to hurt myself, but I do have like that muscle endurance that a lot of people don't have. But that's something that you developed over time. And as, as you get older, it doesn't matter. You still have that. It becomes a mind over matter situation, I think. Well, I, I think so. It's like, yeah. you, you know, I'll go into a gym and push myself, uh, with, you know, with, with the attitude that I'm going to do this. It's funny, I'll train with somebody and I start to get to this point where I start seeing him weaken mm -hmm. and then I'll, it'll go full force to make sure that I can try to get this guy to give up, <laughs> you know, with training. I mean, I'm not, I, I, it's just something I was always known as one of the hardest training bodybuilders, um, you know, as a pro bodybuilder and I, and I continue striving to push myself. And even in my forties, I, I can push myself. Uh, hard and, and it's something that I enjoy to do. Well, I remember uh, way back when I was reading a magazine and you were talking about, you know, I guess when, when you first started, and uh, I, I guess you, you mentioned something that you wanted to, you started lifting weights and you wanted to develop the t shirt muscles. I remember that because uh, you went from there to actually, you know, developing a whole body because once you take your shirt off, it's like, okay, you have to, you have to do everything else. Yeah, but I thought that was interesting. But um, I, I want to ask you something because I think this is important. I know that you've competed on all levels, 
but I need to ask you, how did it feel to win that very first show? Because I don't care what you do competitively in bodybuilding or, or, or powerlifting or whatever it may be, that first moment, that first time that you win a title, you, you never forget that. So how did, how did that feel for you? Well, which title are you talking about? When I won the Nationals or no. I won Mr. Universe? or <laughs> No, your very first title, your first title ever. Maybe well, I my first title was a teenage uh, competition. Uh, it was actually a New Jersey show, regional show called The Physique. Um, you know, Jersey Physique. And, of course, it was just a great feeling in winning winning a show. And, and you know, it was the first time, you know, when going into this show, um, I actually took me three tries to win the show. I started competing when I was 15 years old. So 16, 17 I competed in this show three years in a row, and finally going from sixth to third to winning the title. Um, and I didn't want to do any other contest until I won it. When I won it, it was it was a great euphoric feeling. And I, as soon as I got done, it's like some people are happy with their laurels and winning a show. It's like, okay, what's next? What other kind of show can I win to show myself that I can be even better? And I started looking at different shows, you know, that were a little bit harder to compete in to, to win. So the first show was it was a great feeling, but I wasn't satisfied. I wanted to continue winning more shows. But you know the thing is, and and I have to say this, and I'm glad that that you know you just explained that that uh, situation that you came in fifth, fourth, sixth, you know, and you you built up. You didn't give up. Most people would would go and they come in sixth place and get depressed and and, and so on and so forth. You said, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna come after it next time and until I get it. Well, you, you, know, you analyze the scene, bodybuilding, or anything in life. Um, if you if you don't succeed in something, you look at it and I, you regroup and you figure out what you need to do to get yourself better. In bodybuilding, it's of course improving your physique, whether you need to get bigger arms or better legs or better symmetry, or you need it to be leaner or more ripped. And you have to be very critical. And I, and I, you know, you know, what's funny today is with different back back in my day, and I don't hate to say that I'm, I'm not. Old, but you're making me feel trainers. old. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have we didn't have I didn't have a trainer or a guru telling me what to do. I would basically analyze myself by looking at pictures and looking at the pictures. I'd, I'd look at it and be self-critical to say, okay, what do I need to improve myself? Um, whether I need to get bigger and put more muscle on, or whether I need to, you know, uh, fix my symmetry. I mean, I, I've done a lot of things in really looking at what I need to do. Get back in the gym train those body parts to improve, say, your symmetry or to increase lean muscle mass. Um, actually going into a show, taking photos, looking at yourself and saying, oh, I need to be leaner before I go into the show. So you have to be very self-critical. Some people don't have that ability. They, they, you know, they have great genetics, but they need someone telling them what to do. And I, I had the ability to do it on my own. Well, I think that's important because, yeah, you, as you're right, you know, back then, you know, the concept of having a personal trainer to train you to compete in bodybuilding wasn't there. You, you know, everyone was doing their own thing. You had training yeah. partners, but you weren't being, uh, you didn't have someone saying, well, do this and get your arms this way and all this technical stuff and all this scientific stuff and, and all the stuff you have today. Because bodybuilders today are, what are they, 280, 300? I mean, uh, what's the next step, 400-pound bodybuilders? Back then... Well, it was just a different. They are story. much. They are much bigger, but I, I I see that the the science is basically the same when it comes to training and diet. Right. Um, but as I said earlier, just people, uh, current bodybuilders, a lot of them don't have the ability to kind of self-analyze themselves and be critical to say, hey, I need to do this or I need to do that. 
and, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I mean, I just didn't have that uh, luxury. It's, I, I did it or I wasn't going to win a show. And, and I think I, I became good at doing that and really every time going into a show, um, regrouping, figuring out what I needed to do uh, to, not, to make myself better, you know, in the show. Well, I mean, you, you depended on yourself for your success. That's what it comes down to. You know, you didn't depend on someone else. You did it yourself. Now, I'm, I'm I mean, I, I mean, I did have my, you know, like say the the owner of the gym would look at me and, and give me an idea like how I looked, and I'd have like you said your training partner. But a lot of it depended on myself and what to do. Whether I had to, you know, change my diet around, or whether I had to train a body part a little harder or a little more. And a lot of it is like looking at the old uh, muscle magazines, reading books on Arnold and. Arnold was very um, self-critical, and he would analyze himself, saying, okay, I need to build more shoulders, or I need to put on more mass on my legs. And I would read his you know, philosophies, and that's what I would do. Yeah, but, I mean, look at what it did for you. you know, you've accomplished, as yeah. I said earlier, you've accomplished a lot of things, which we're going to touch on in a second. But I do have a question for you, and uh, maybe it's an unfair question, but I have to ask it. Uh, do you think that politics played a role and uh, you not uncrowning the then Miss Olympia because, and that was Lee Haney at the time, because I know that a lot of uh, top bodybuilders that I've spoken to from that time frame, that some had the title already, um, have a lot of opinions on that. So I just want to know what your opinion was. You know, I, I've been on both sides of it. I've been a competitive bodybuilder. I've also been an IFBB judge and judged the Mr. Olympia, the Arnold Classic, and every major professional show. Uh, if you're going to say politics, I, 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 there's no one, there's no judge, or nobody telling me as a judge, hey, I need you to vote for this guy. This is the guy who should win. But I think what does happen is that there, there's a current Mr. Olympia, the, let's say uh, Lee Haney. Mm -hmm. He's the one that everyone's looking at as the best bodybuilder in the world. And when you look at him that way, and a judge looks at him. You really gotta like knock him out. They always say you gotta knock him out. Either he has to be off and you have to be so much on that you can actually take down, uh, that champion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, did Lee Haney deserve to win? I, I would say yes. Maybe there was a year in 88 that, you know, I was told that, you know, I could have beaten him, but he did come in great. And did I knock him out? Maybe I didn't knock him out. You know, that was the thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm not gonna say, you know, that there is any time that a judge is told, hey, politically to do this. But I think what happens, there is influence um, where the judge kind of looks at a competitor who is on top. So he's already favored to win mm -hmm. unless he totally screws up. So that's what kind of happens, okay, you so know, in, 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 uh, in bodybuilding and if you want to call it politics. But I, I, I wouldn't call it politics. I would just basically say that you know, that guy who's competing in that show, whether it's Lee Haney or myself when I was on top, you're that favorite. Mm -hmm. And you really have to be off, and the guy who's going to beat you has to be totally on and has to knock you out. So and that's the bottom line. So it's, you know, when they're looking at the top guy, which at that time, or even now, you know, it was a Jay Cutler now. Uh, so they yeah. look at him. So if you're coming up, you may be as good, but you have to be better. Because he, you know, because you have to kind of like outshine the uh, the current Miss Olympia if you want to win. And well, you're, you're, there's an example. There's a great example. Last year, Jay Cutler was off. Mm -hmm. uh, 
payment off. Uh, Dexter Jackson has been one of the more consistent competitors, went into the Olympia, and he beat him fair and square. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Cutler came back better than he's ever looked in the history of his you know, competition, mm-hmm. really proved that he is a true champion to be uh, crowned the Mr. Olympia. And he took that show. And luckily, the other competitors, great competitors, guys like Kai Green, uh, Phil Heath, uh, were off. Mm-hmm. These were the favorites to win. Kai Green went in the Arnold Classic. If that guy would have came in the way he looked at the Arnold, could have mm-hmm. could have won the show. Uh, Phil Heath, the same thing, coming in third place in the Mr. Olympia. If he would have came in uh, on, he could have won, but he was off. Uh, Dexter was slightly off. Jay came in perfect that day, and then, you know, last he was uh, crowned in Mr. Olympia. Well, I'm glad that you uh, kind of, you know, dismissed that, um, I guess, that myth that politics plays a role um, in, uh, in bodybuilding, especially, the, you know, in the Miss Olympia, because when it comes down to it, you know, you either, you have you can't be equal, you have to be better than, than the current Miss Olympia, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah, you just have to be that much better, or, you know, especially like what Jay has done in, in, in history, he's actually come back and he's the first Mr. Olympia to lose and actually come back and win again. Um, and he came in better than he ever did to, to do that. He really had to prove himself. Like I said, I've been on every, I've been on both sides of the table mm-hmm. being, you know, in bodybuilding as a professional bodybuilder for 20 years, being a judge and I had to be judge and now currently, you know, sponsoring athletes and doing what I do, uh, you know, with uh, Gasparing Nutrition. Well, I think that you, as I said, with your your competitive days, you know, you earned everything you got. You worked hard for it, and uh, that's why you're a legend in bodybuilding. And I'm, I'm saying it because it is true. Because you will be remembered now and in the next, you know, 50 years when people look back at bodybuilding. I look at all and on all the Sergio uh, and all the Olympias, and you're always in the mix. There's no doubt about it. I, I, I've strived to be even better <laughs> because, you know, like, like I said, I've, you know, currently I just won Lifetime Achievement Award, the Ben Weider Lifetime Achievement Award for mm-hmm. what I've done, not only as a bodybuilder, but what I've done after bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, I, I feel that I've been blessed um, to have this competitive nature and positive attitude uh, and work ethic that I believe that, you know, bodybuilding has been a great thing in my life that has given me the drive determination um and the you know the attitude of being a winner to do anything that you want in life and mm-hmm. and that's why i always attribute that to to bodybuilding and and you know if people recognize that of me all the better well i think that you know what a lot of people they have a misconception of, of bodybuilding and bodybuilders you know you know because not uh, it, it, you have to you got to be you got to have some sort of smarts to make it not only in, in bodybuilding, but in business. And that's something that you've done. You know, even though you've graced practically every cover of every major bodybuilding magazine in the world, uh, for even, even, you know, today, even after you stop, stop competing, they still talk about you. And congratulations on getting that Lifetime Achievement, uh, Achievement Award, by the way. Um, but as that chapter closed in your competitive uh, life, another chapter opened. And that's in the nutritional supplement realm. You have Gasparri Nutrition. Uh, I'm just curious as to when, when did that? When did you start developing that? Was it after you uh, you stopped competing, or was it during? When I, that... I stopped competing, as I told you, uh, 1996. Um, 
was actually my last show that I competed in 1997. I was getting ready for the Night of the Champions. I, I what happened was I herniated a disc in my neck, basically uh, uh, put me where I had to retire because I had uh, tamed down my arm, my right arm, couldn't train for like uh, six months, uh, was laid up in bed uh, in, in excruciating pain from the herniated disc in my neck. Uh, rehabilitating myself, I owned a gym. I said, you know what? I'm going to get into the supplement business. I knew nothing. I knew a lot about it being, I didn't know the business end of it in manufacturing, but I knew a lot about supplements because I was a firm believer in supplements. I believe that you can't get off nutrients from foods alone. Hmm. You have to take supplements. And when I competed, the supplements were very rudimentary and very, you know, very crude. There wasn't much out there. There was desiccated liver, uh, some amino acids, some multivitamins, and some really fast, bad-tasting protein powders. Yeah, I, re I, re um, I remember that stuff. <laughs> yeah, so when I got into it, I wanted to make the best products on the market. Um, I didn't know how to do it at the time, but I said, you know what? I had a good, um, I did, I had a good career in bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. I started a supplement company with really nothing. Uh, no money, but just, uh, just, a, just a dream. And basically, you know, started my line with, with, uh, some basic protein powders and some supplements and started selling them, you know, out of a van going from, from door to door hmm. to, uh, different gyms that I would train out in the tri-state area in New Jersey and slowly grew my business. I attended like local bodybuilding shows. And it's funny when I, I started my supplement company, again, I was told, you're never going to be able to beat these big companies uh, in the supplement industry because, first of all, you don't have enough money. Uh, second, you don't have the resources, uh, you know, of knowing what you know products to make, manufacturing. How are you going to do all this? And I just gave myself the, you know, I always said to myself, you know, if they can do it, so can I. So I, I didn't know what I was doing, but my path was to have the best supplement company in the world, and, and I believe that if I can make quality products uh, that worked, that would happen is people would use those products, and by word of mouth, the products would start to sell. And my motto is always, the most important sale is the second sale. So if you get someone to use that product, and they like that product, they're going to continue buying that product, they're going to tell their friends, and it's going to and it's going to grow the business. So I was never always after that quick buck, it was always about quality. And that's what I wanted to do with Gistari. You were thinking you know, longevity. Forward. What's that? You were thinking longevity. Yeah, I always thought about longevity. And like I said, what was really important to me is making quality. Uh, you know, along the way, people saw my positive drive and determination and wanted to work with me. So I got some of the best formulators that were like, I want to stand behind you, Rich. I got some formulas. Sell them, sell them under the Gaspari umbrella. And that's how it kind of started. I started getting guys giving me really great formulas. Uh, I would look at it, and, you know, when someone would, would, some of these formulators would tell me, this is what I have, and some of the bigger companies don't want to buy this because it, it's going to cost too much, and they feel they're not going to make a margin on the product and make profit, I would say, listen, what would it take to make this product better? What were the ingredients we need to make this better? And it would tell me this, you know, we, we need this, we need that. I'd say, okay, that's what we're going to do. We're going to make the best product in the industry. 
We're going to try to make money, but we're going to make the best product. And, and that's what I've done. My, my drive was to make the best products in the industry. Uh, and it, it, I've been able to prove that uh, as the company has grown. And now we've become one of the top vendors uh, in, the, in the sports nutrition you know, a bodybuilder, I mean, there hasn't been, there's been bodybuilders that have had supplement companies, but to be awarded one of the best companies, I mean, last year we got awarded Vendor of the Year with GNC, which is the biggest chain of stores uh, in the industry. Bodybuilding.com gave us Breakout Brand of the Year this year at the Mr. Olympia uh, because we strive in consistently making the best product. I'm always looking at my competition, just like I did in bodybuilding, looking at my competition and I never underestimate my competition. I say, okay, this is what they're doing. We have to do it better. Whether it's in marketing, um, you know, in, in how we do our marketing and ads, uh, going to our site, Gaspari, uh, Gaspari Nutrition. You can go to Gaspari TV, uh, watch our videos. Um, everything is, it's, it's a lifestyle that, that I've instilled, uh, in myself and want to give it to others, uh, with, you know, proper nutrition, proper training and the best supplements in the industry. Well, I think, you know, if I could give you an award, if I had the ability, I would give you the award of most inspirational businessman because I'm going to tell you something. I'm glad that we spoke about this because you going from nothing, laying in bed, coming up with an idea, hustling out of your van, not giving up, and doing everything that you've done is amazing to me. And I applaud you oh, for thank that you. because that right there just shows that if you put your mind to something, you can get anything done. Too many people quit too easily. And and, and I even have to go back and, and give kudos to your father because he instilled this in you when you were young. My father came to this country uh, with a fourth grade education and, you know, was a Mason contractor who, who, who worked very hard. And he provided us with, a, you know, great home. He built houses with a guy that had no, you know, no education, built houses and had rental properties. And, and I saw this and my father always told me, I came to this country for you. And because I came to this country, I, like I said, America is the best country in the world. It's the greatest country for, for it. We call it the land of opportunity. And my father came here as an immigrant and said, here's, here, I'm coming here for you to be the best that you can be. And that's what I always see. You know, my father passed away in 1999, but I always... And I, and I just started my company in 1999, the supplement company. But I want to show, you know, I always say I want to show him that Gaspari name will be there forever. And, and that's why I, I continue to try yeah. to build this company. And, and like I say, we've built it international. Um, and I would find a way of figuring out what we need, you know, what you need to do. And it's, if I have to do it, I hire someone that tells me how to do it uh, and works for me. But that's what you do. And you find ways. Um, but never take no for an answer. Always go forward. Uh, you talk about, you know, um, having a business uh, and starting from nothing. I, I started this business, I said, out of, a, out of a van. At one point, I sold my house, moved back to my parents' house, uh, starting this company. I had their, uh, their garage and their basement as my warehouse and as my office. And then their house burned down. I lost everything. Wow. But there, in the rubble of, like, my bottles all, you know, with soot on them, and I said, oh my God, I have to start all over again, but I did it, I started all over again, and, and started again with the supplement company, and continually going forward um, to build this company and this dream that I wanted to build. Rich, I gotta say, look, when you got hurt, 
you could have quit. You could have said, okay, I'm retired, let me go get a regular job. You went, you started supplement company. Company. You started doing that, doing it out of the back of your van. That, that situation happening and you losing everything at that moment, you could have just said, okay, I quit. You didn't do that. Okay, and if anyone, the people, our listeners that are listening to this, the Great Rich Gasparri on this show, you know, this is just an example. If you want something, you go get it. No excuses. No excuses, because your excuses are your own. You did it, and anyone can do it. And that, that's the reality. And that's something that your father taught you, and you are, you know, you're, you're, you're living proof of this being a reality and not just being a pipe dream. No, it's, it's like I said. I, I like I said. I believe in in, in this country and believing that you could push yourself to do anything you want to do if you push yourself to do it and don't take no for an answer. Um, there's always limitations of what you can do, but you can always make yourself better. You can never sit there and sulk and say, "Hey, I give up." You can't give up. And like I said, I always believe in looking at the glass half full, not half empty. And you can do whatever you want. Um, I, you know, my biggest inspirations were, of course, my father, but I've seen guys like Arnold Schwarzenegger, who came from Europe, mm. you know, from Austria, you know, becoming a professional bodybuilder, from there becoming, you know, the best actor in the world, and from there becoming governor of, you know, California. These are things that he said that he would do, and he did them. I, I looked at that, and I said, if I could do just a little bit of what he's doing, I could be successful. And, you know, my, my uh, destiny was to be, you know, uh, an entrepreneur businessman coming up with the best products uh, in the industry. And I feel that that's my uh, contribution uh, with the supplement industry. I mean, Aspiring Nutrition is doing continually more and more in spreading fitness through uh, what we do with, you know, things like Dragon's Den. Uh, we go to different gyms and facilities, and we're actually going to be doing them in military basis mm-hmm. uh, to spread health and fitness. Mm. That's and we go there with my group of athletes and myself, give them a motivational sermon, talk about some of my life experiences, uh, and then show them how to you know, train properly, eat properly. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's something to help my company, but it's something that I feel that I'm spreading the whole, uh, you know, the whole fitness message. Yeah. That, you know, this is what got me where I'm at, and fitness is what got me where I am today and, and having a positive outlook in life. Well, you know something, I think you're doing amazing things. I mean, again, building a company from nothing, making it an international sensation, still growing. You're not resting on your laurels. You're still going out there hustling to make things happen. And I don't think, I think that your company could be a billion-dollar company, and you still won't stop. No, I never. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's one thing about me, and, and you know, my wife said, you, you, you never give up, and you just keep striving forward, because I, I, I just feel that there are, uh, is no limitations. As a bodybuilder, there are physical limitations, mm-hmm. but in business, there is no limitations. You can you can strive forward, and you know. Not that I say I can be a billionaire, but I can just keep trying, you know, to do it. And you know, we have I have a multi-million dollar company, and as you said, uh, I can say that I'm satisfied with what I'm doing. But I feel there's a lot more to do. Uh, recently, you know, one of my uh, one of the icons, Joe Weider. I, uh, for Gasparri TV, I interviewed Joe Weider, and, and Joe Weider is an amazing person. He's the one basically who started bodybuilding, you know, Without and a doubt. I interviewed him on some of the questions, and this guy is also uh, was a motivational factor in my life. This is a guy who came from nothing and started the whole bodybuilding mm-hmm. uh, industry, and if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be where I'm at, but 
when I question him, I'm like, you know, was there any obstacles that you had? And he says, there is no obstacles. And that's what I believe. There is no obstacles. You just have to strive forward. I love it. I love hearing that because it, they're only bumps in the road as you're going forward. That's it. You just keep going, keep going, you know, that that's fantastic. And I, I'm glad you, you brought up the Arnold Schwarzenegger thing because a lot of people, they look at him and they see where he's at now. They don't see his journey. They don't see a guy sleeping in the back of the gym because Joe Weider gave him a, uh, a little bed sleeping. They don't see the guy that hustled and, and started making things happen. They don't see the guy that had an opportunity because uh, Lucille Ball gave him an opportunity and he became a big star. They see what they see now. Same with you. They see this. Not too many people really uh, adhere to the journey. That's why I'm happy that we had you on here to talk about this journey because now you're inspiring me. You're psyching me up, and I, I have to finish this interview, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that I'm able to inspire others. And, and you know, it's it's great to, you know, it's funny. I, I love, um, I love, I'm very, like I said, I'm very motivated. And, and any time that I can help someone and inspire them to do something, I feel like it helped. It, it's just something that helps me. Uh, you know, right now we, you know, we work with athletes and some of the athletes are top, you know, competitors. Uh, Mark LBC, who just won the USA's, who lived there in Florida. Mm -hmm. Uh, Flex Lewis, who's from Wales, came to the United States and his journey was to be the best bodybuilder. Um, and we're helping him. Yamaguchi is a, a current bodybuilder from Japan uh, that came to the U.S. who's a top professional, and I'm helping guys like him uh, with the same journey, you know, of, of, of this dream of being the best in the world. And, and, and if I can help them, you know, from what I've learned in bodybuilding, uh, not only from the training aspect, but of anything, for, you know, these guys come to me and asking questions about, you know, business and what to do, and I, and I try to help them because I feel it. It, it it just feels good to help others. Well, you're paying it forward. You got something which was a gift. Even though you hustled for it, and you said, Joe Weider, I think he is an amazing man. Amazing, 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 amazing. He is the father, the grandfather, the godfather of bodybuilding, no doubt about it. And you're paying it forward because of what was done for you. You're spreading your knowledge with your supplements everything you're basically getting it out there for the up-and-comers to actually benefit from what you know and well, I, that's what I try to do yeah but I, I think I know that you are doing that now I'm just gonna uh, what, I, what I am gonna ask you is with uh, Gasparri Nutrition I know we had uh, Marcia Prince uh, on, on the show, and she was talking so highly of you, my God. But uh, but she's your spokesmodel. But we uh, we touched briefly on, on some of your supplements, so maybe you can uh, let us know what your most popular supplements are so that our listeners can uh, find out a little more about that. Well, some of the most popular supplements we have is the Super Pump 250. That's our pre-workout product. You take 20 to 30 minutes before training. Uh, definitely helps you for mental focus, uh, energy. Uh, there's, there's ingredients in there that are going to help for recuperation, repair, and for better blood flow. Sizon uh, is another product we call it the intra-workout uh, product. You take it during your training, and what there is in there, there's actually uh, creatine and actually uh, a proprietary complex carbohydrate blend that actually gives you energy uh, right when you use the product into the middle of your workout and then uh, way after it. It also helps in increasing uh, glycogen in the muscle, 
Uh, glycogen is the sugar that's in the muscle that helps, you know, rebuild muscle tissue. It's, it's the nutrients or sugar or the carbohydrate that's in your muscle itself. Uh, our proteins, myofusion and intrapro. Myofusion is our newest protein that's just doing unbelievable. It tastes great, uh, high quality, and I made it at a very affordable price. That's good. Vitamin D2 and mitotropin. What we, we've done is actually bodybuilding is known for cycling uh, products. What we've done is we come up with two different fat burners that bur- burn fat through alternate pathways. You have mitotropin that you do for 30 days. And then for mitotropin, you go directly onto cycling if you need to continue losing body fat. What happens with most body, uh, with most fat burners that you're continually using them, your body starts acclimating, um, and getting used to using them and they stop working. That's why it's best to cycle their products, and that's why we have those two products that work through alternate pathways in burning fat. Uh, PlasmaJet, our NO2 product, you take uh, about an hour, hour and a half before you train, helps increase blood flow, better pumps, uh, but also increases more endurance and, and helps you train harder and more explosively. Uh-huh. Uh, those are just some of the products that we have through disparity nutrition. Let me, let me tell you something about this plasma jet. I was in GNC. I'm going to tell you a funny story. And I was going to get some, some vitamins. And I said, okay, let me get, uh, I needed some, something. And I saw that on the counter. And it was just a little sample thing, you know, five pills or something. I didn't know what it was. I just, I didn't even, I saw plasma jet. I said, all right, let me check it out. It's a little brown thing. I said, took it home. I was going to go to the gym. They said, take, take it an hour before I take it. And and I went to I didn't even think about it. I went to the gym. All of a sudden, I was like blown up. I said, "What is going on?" And then I I read the thing up. I read it, and it said, "Don't take it more than uh, than two days in a row." I said, "Oh my God, <laughs> what's going to happen?" I'm, I'm going to go to like the fourth well, now. That's how powerful that that's how powerful that product yeah. is. Yes, <laughs> but but it was good stuff. That's what I'm saying. And I and again, just so our listeners know, I'm not getting paid for this endorsement. I just think the product worked. When I used it, and I didn't even know what it was. I didn't even know that you made it until I was talking to Marcia Prince, and she said, "Yeah, plasma jet." I said, "Yeah, okay." I didn't even know that was Gasparri Nutrition. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's like I said. I take pride in the products that I develop, and of course, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, to make, you know, to making money. But what's more important to me is making the quality products that people try, and once they use them. They rave about those products, and me, those those products are like my kids. You know, they're like yeah. my babies. Uh, you know, and talking about you know, also what's very important is having a balanced life. You know, I have a I have a lovely wife, I have two kids, and you know, it's very important that I work very hard, but it's also important to have that balance in life as well. I think that uh, just shows the type of person you are, because it's not just all about business, it's not just all about bodybuilding. You are, you want that balance, and and that's a good message to send out to people that are listening to the show. That even though you are intense, you're intense in business, you're intense in bodybuilding, you're intense in your personal life. Well, everything. I mean, it's, it's, I'm going to be, you know, I'm saying very excited about this, the ultimate body. Uh, that I'm going to be on this reality show. I think it's, you know, they asked me to be a judge, and I think that's going to be a really cool thing. And, and, and I met with uh, David Lyons, and I think that guy's also very, he's an inspirational uh, man. Uh, I'm excited working with him with Lyons Entertainment. I hope this show goes very far, because I think it's a great concept. 
I, I think I think that the ultimate body, and I've been speaking about it for weeks on uh, the UCW radio show because we're doing the radio, the ultimate body radio, and uh, you know we wouldn't be attached to it if we didn't think that there was longevity. I think David Lyons, as you said, is an inspirational guy. Uh, he had MS, competed in his first bodybuilding uh, competition. Uh, people, you know, there were people were crying because of, of his story and how and how he got there. And I think that's amazing. But again, it, go, it, it goes back to Joe Weider creating the bodybuilding uh, uh, here, actually worldwide, but just creating that uh, bodybuilding in general and making it what it is today because it, it allowed people to actually strive for something. If that's what they want. Well, I, I, I always tell it that when I saw Joe Weider and I said, you know, Joe Weider says, I started the industry and I go and, and, and I thank God because he started the supplement industry, he started the bodybuilding industry, he started the equipment industry, the magazines, the magazines yep. all this stuff was, it was from Joe Weider. And it's an amazing thing that he did, as he said, if it wasn't for Joe Weider, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Arnold wouldn't be here where, he, you know, where he's at. And uh, guys like David Lyons, who's who's striving with MS to, you know, overcome MS and, you know, competing in shows, that to me is, is that's why I, I got an interest in learning about him and saying, you know what, I want to be part of this. And he, he told me about this, this, this show and this concept. And I said, you know, let's, let's do this thing and let's make this thing a success. Yeah. I'm not sure you know is that I am a judge for the show, but as, um, but as a judge, also Gaspari Nutrition is a sponsor of the show. Right. And then one of the things that I, you know, in believing in David Lyons is I'm giving a fifty thousand dollar prize uh, to the winner of the of the show. That 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 I do know, and that's something our listeners should uh, listen to. Uh, and the reason that I say this is is because of how you are, and knowing more on during this show how you are, that you would not, no doubt about it, you would not attach yourself to something that even remotely could fail. So you not being, fail. it's not going <laughs> to fail. No, this is not going to be. Honestly, and I, I was I was talking about this the other day uh, that the old body and I, and I said this about the show, the reality show, that I, this thing has longevity, you know, stamped around it. This thing is going to be. This show is going to be as big, if not maybe slightly bigger than the Biggest Loser, and that I do know because of the, the premise of the show. And it, and, it, and it's time. It's time that you know bodybuilding actually went more mainstream than it has been over the years and through this vehicle it's bringing it to mainstream America actually mainstream throughout the world because now it's 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 going to be all over the place where your average Joe is looking at it and saying oh my god look at that but now they understand the journey because most times people don't see the journey even like with you people don't see your journey they, they see what you're doing now like oh Rich Gasparri big nutritional supplement guy no, this this wasn't just handed to you. You fought for it. And well, we, that's why I was, I, you know, I hope to, to, you know, give people motivation that you can do whatever you want in life. And, and you know, as long as you believe in that, I mean, you can get anything you want. And you don't have to sit back and, you know, have people help you. You have to help yourself. If you help yourself, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, without, without a doubt, and, and that positive attitude, I'm, I'm happy that it, it has propelled you to where you are, but I know you're going farther. I know you're going to go beyond the, even my, my imagination, because you don't even know where you're going to end up, but it's going to be a lot, it's going to be a lot higher than <laughs> well, where you are right now. <laughs> I, 
I have a lot of ideas and what we want to do, and you know, we're working on on new projects. Uh, you know, for you know, for Rich Gaspari and and more than just Gaspari Nutrition, but you know, I see a lot of opportunities, and, and I want to go for it. And, and you know, as, as even Joe Weider, who really motivated me, I did this interview with him, and he and he says you're successful now, Rich, but I see you going so much more uh, than what you're going to do. And he goes, you've just begun. And it's and it's in, in that from a guy who basically has dealt with bodybuilders from the 1930s right into you know, the president has said that you're one of the few that I can see going even further has motivated me again to keep striving forward. Oh man, that, that to, to get to get those words from his mouth to your ears, woof. Put your head down. Uh, like like right. I said, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you down, Joe. For me, Joe is like another father to me. Yeah. Um and a great inspiration as I as I have said. Um and, you know, like I said, I'm I'm not gonna sat- I'm not satisfied on my laurels. I so much more to do and you know I, I i i get positive influence from people like jack elaine who's 95 years old uh you see this guy yeah. he's pushing himself and, and that's amazing so i said you know why can't i do that <laughs> so yeah, you keep going <laughs> i mean he because he's he's a lot he's like 55 years older than i am and he's doing a lot more physically and i, I look at it and things like that i'm like man I said, you know, this is like crazy. Trains every day at five, five o'clock in the morning. Every day, two hours a day. God, God every day, him. ninety-five yeah. years old, and and that's that's a great inspiration for anyone who thinks that they can't, you know, do anything. And the guy doesn't look at his age as something to, you know, okay, time for me to give up. Keeps going. And, and it goes back to what you said about Joe Weider. There are no hurdles. There, there is, there are no nope. walls. There's nothing in front of you. And most people, I think, that they get stuck at that brick and they they can't see beyond the brick. And that's what causes their failure because it's too easy to give up. It's too easy, you know. And well, and it just amazes it me. And, and as you said, in this country, you have the ability to be anything you want to be, strive for anything you want to strive for, and reach and make it happen. But I think exactly. I think some people are just lazy, you know, when it comes to certain things. And that's not insulting anyone. That's just reality, you know. Because if you wanted it that bad, you make it happen. If you wanted it that bad, now. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, I said yeah. I just like like I said, it's sad, and, and and you know, going back into you know, not to say like the days of the past, you know, Americans worked harder, and and I hope that this this uh, ability to not depend on others, you know, to to get what you want and, and really strive to be better. Um, I hope that gets instilled again in this country. You know, you see problems of you know the recession and. You know, and people in unemployment lines, and, and you know, it's, it's all bad. But I think if people just back in the, the Great Depression, people looked at that, and, and actually, we we overcame that, and became a better country. I think we could do the same. But you know what the problem is, Rich, with that is what transpired. We went and see in what you do, you're in the manufacturing business. We went from being a manufacturing country to being a, being a servicing con- a country where everybody was manufacturing overseas. Okay, and then all of a sudden there was a disconnect and then the collapse happened because we were just doing financial services, things of that nature. So now, and you're right, now this should bring us back to basics and say, you know what, this is an entrepreneurship country. This is how we made it. This is how we built it. Forget about the problem. Let's go back to why this happened. Now, 
move forward. So I think if we do that mm -hmm. and more entrepreneurs like yourself pop up, that this country will be greater than it than it has ever been and create more opportunities for people that want it. Because you have, we had uh, Alfred, and I'll just touch on this, uh, we had Alfred DeMora. He uh, owns DeMora Motor Car. We had him on the show. Just like you, same attitude. This is a guy that invented the 50-50 antifreeze. Wow. Same attitude, came from nothing in Rochester, New York. You know, came here with nothing, worked hard, wanted to learn about engines, did that. He built his first car. You know, you know those big white cars with the big humps on the fenders, those fancy cars? Yeah. That's yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Clinet. That's him. He he built that, and he has uh, you know he's he's done so many things, so many things, uh, from creating the supercomputer and everything. But this is a kid that came from nothing. So, with that said, you know this is about America, and America is a great country, and you can achieve anything you want to achieve, and you are a pure example of that. And I think that is fantastic. Um, we 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 as I was saying earlier, it's been, we're into the recession, we've been able to grow over 85%. Uh, my company's growing. We're offering jobs. Uh, this is me giving back. Um, as you said, you know, what, what Americans have to look at is, is becoming more innovative. Uh, why, why my company is successful is I look at innovation. Innovation is the number one to success, and we consistently look at improving and making better and, and being competitive. You're competitive like bodybuilding, uh, competitive do anything and, and that's why I said I can take bodybuilding and put that to any aspect of life and you'll be super successful. But you have to want it and that's what it comes down to, wanting it. And, and that's what you did. Now, uh, let me ask you, Rich, well, what else do you have um, going on? I know you have Gasparri Nutrition. Uh, do you have any new product launches that we haven't spoken about? Do you have any guest appearances going on for yourself? Well, we, we, we are making uh, new improvements. I talked about one of the products we have is uh, Sizon. Um, Sizon is a great product to take uh, during training. But what I wanted to do was, again, innovation, make it better. So what we did is we've added a, a large array of amino acid, branched-chain amino acid, whey hydrozolate, taurine, uh, and a bunch of other ingredients to make the product even better. Uh, because I saw, you know, we came up with a whole intra-workout um, category and then other companies, competitors, started making products, and I started seeing companies trying to outdo me. And of course, what I had to do is then I said, "Okay, let's make even a better product." So we did. We did that version of the intra workout formula. We have one that's carbohydrate, and then we have carbohydrate free for the competitor uh, that doesn't want to use any carbohydrates. Um, it has more amino acids in it that you can take during training. You're gonna you're gonna get recovery, repair, uh, in, you know, increasing lean muscle mass. We're always striving to make, uh, you know, better products than what we have. Uh, appearances, I make appearances all over. <laughs> I, you know, keeping up with my schedule, I, I travel, you know, different places in the world um, constantly. I like going in front of groups, and, you know, like I said, I, I go in front of groups of, like, store chains. I just came out of Canada, uh, one big chain over there on Popeyes, and they have GNC there, but I've been in front of these guys, and, you know, those guys support my brand, and we've become one of the number one brands in Canada because uh, I'm out there in front of those people. I go to the trenches. And when I call it trenches, I go to the health food stores. I go into the gyms, and I look at what uh, individuals are looking for. Mm -hmm. So you're not, a, you're not above. See, it's, that's what I, I love about what you're doing. You're not above doing that. 
you have no problem getting your hands dirty with your business. Well, you know, one other, you know, I read a lot of books on entrepreneurs and businesses. Sam Walden, you know, Walmart is uh-huh. a guy who used to go to every one of his stores in his plane and, and go into the store level and see what they were doing in these stores. This guy was a billionaire, but he continually looked at what he can do to improve uh, the Walmart stores that he had. And I feel the same way as, you know, I'm the CEO of a, of a multi-million dollar company, and what I feel that I have to do is I have to get out there and see what, you know, what the stores are doing, and, you know, what managers are looking, you know, the store owners are looking for, managers, and what, you know, my consumers are looking for. And that's by getting out there and looking and not just sitting in my, you know, my office. But that that's a good way of handling it. That's how you that's how you kind of forge uh, your company. That's how you make the longevity happen because you're not sitting there and uh, you can you, you can easily sit in your office at your big desk and look at the computer and throw darts at the wall and just sit there if you wanted to. But that is not what this is about. You are reaching for greater things and you don't want to have that disconnect between you and your and your distributors or you and the consumer. Exactly. I mean, I try to work with, you know, it's funny, there's a lot of competitors, you know, there's competitors between stores and everything, and I try to make everybody, I try to make everyone happy. I, I can't always make everyone happy, but we, you know, I try my best in doing that. And like I said, having that connection with uh, the store levels, uh, consumers, um, you know, I'm constantly out there traveling to, to do that. I think that's what also makes success. Yeah, no, without a doubt. Now, Rich, uh, can you do me a favor? Can you tell our listeners how, you know, your websites, how they can find out more about Gasparri Nutrition as well as finding out more about you? Well, you can go to www.gasparrinutrition.com. Uh, go onto the site. You can see Gasparri TV. Uh, you can listen to me do, uh, you know, we have everything on there from the Dragon's Den to uh, different body parts, off-season training, pre-contest training. You can also see it a lot of the other athletes that we have and, and, and their story. So just go to GasparriNutrition.com and that's where you can see, you know, information on our products uh, and also on, on myself. And, and I should have mentioned this earlier, but the reason you call it Dragon's Den because you are known as the Dragon Slayer. I forgot to mention yeah. that. I can't believe I forgot to mention that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I was back in the day, I was known as the, dra- the Dragon Slayer because, you know, he had all these big, you know, Someone like Lee Haney was a much bigger bodybuilder, and I came into the picture uh, beating a lot of guys that were much bigger than me, but I was known for being the most ripped. Right. Uh, first bodybuilder to have striated glutes, um, so my conditioning would beat out a lot of bodybuilders that could have been you know, bigger, but I, I just came in better. Well, let me tell you something, Rich, and I, and I have to say this, and again, this is just my opinion, that when you competed, I remember when you competed and you uh, went against Lee Haney, uh, you know, I, mean, I know you're you're humble when it comes to certain things, but I think that you had him beat twice, no doubt about Thank it. You. And I, I was shocked that I'm you didn't. I'm glad to have people say that, but I, I mean, I won't admit it to it. I'm I'm no. great friends with Lee Haney, and I I talk to Lee Haney, and you know, I always say, Lee, you're a great bodybuilder, um, and I'm always you know, I was happy to come second to you, and you know, it was a great a great accomplishment for me. Yeah, but the reality that I see, and again, it's not you saying it, it's me saying it, that, you know, you had him beat twice, and, you know, again, I guess, you know, things happen, you know, it's not politics, but it's just things just happen, and you move forward, but, hey, look at you now, you know, you are achieving great things, and you're inspiring people, and we, and I hope that the listeners that are listening to the show get inspired, 
with your story because it's 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 awesome. It's awesome, and that's what we you, we do. We bring inspirational people on the show, and now you got me all jacked up because now I'm inspired, and you. And that's a big thing to do. So when and, and, so I, I come I, at the time, we got to have a workout together. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I'll make sure I'm in California at that time, man. I don't know. I think you'll hurt me. <laughs> no, we, we'll, we'll, de- we'll definitely get it. We'll definitely get it done and, and do that. Uh, yeah, I'll just make sure there's an ambulance nearby. I'll have my phone there so I can dial nine one one because I know that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rich, listen, I know you have a lot of things going on. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I've admired you from your competitive days, and now uh, having you on the show, I admire you as a businessman. Uh, it's, it's It's been an honor to have you as a guest on the UCW radio show, and I say that from the heart. And what thank I you. like, you're, you're more than welcome. Uh, what I would like to do is have you back periodically to get periodic updates on what's going on with Gitsbury Nutrition and you know what's going on with the new product launches, so on and so forth, if that's okay with you. Okay, no problem. All right, excellent, Rich. All right, that was bodybuilding legend and founder of Gasparri Nutrition, Rich Gasparri. And that's it for this segment of the UCW Radio Show. This is your host, Lou Velasquez, and I will be back with another guest, another amazing guest just like the great Rich Gasparri. Uh, until then, you can follow Rich Gasparri, his, uh, the growth of Gasparri Nutrition, on their uh, website. That's www.gasparrinutrition.com. Find out everything about it, support the brand, and, su- and support a great guy. Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Gasparri Nutrition Spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show, In Your Face. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio, In Your Face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.